Voicemails to man for New York. Empire struggling to maintain its relevance and supremacy and facing its own demise. Looking at the future and knowing that no empire can rule indefinitely and that all empires will fall and, um, you know, trying to preserve human knowledge for the next generation beyond the Dark Ages. Hey guys, good morning. May there be many robots in your future. And may they all... May they all be helpful and friendly bots. The Tesla bot is going to be great. I think for 150 grand, that's pretty expensive. I think they need to get the price down to no more than really like $1,000 or maybe $5,000 would be... I think that I think it'll have to be about no less than ten thousand. But um, if they want it to be widespread, they they got to get the price down. The reason they're announcing this now is only about the stock. It's a hundred percent about the stock price and keeping that where it needs to be. There's no possible chance they'll have something available for sale by the end of the year. I don't even think they'll demo something valuable by the end of the year. But it's fun to speculate. Voicemails from Detroit. Love all the man. Yeah, I just want to let you know I've been seeing all the graphics you've been doing. That's some good stuff. Love all the man behind the machine stuff. Got it in the uh, QR codes and stuff like that. Good to see. And then uh, obviously uh, looking forward to the, the VR reality world, which is coming, what do we say, within the next five to ten years. You'll be able to get those VR goggles over there at the Metro PCS store. Anybody will be able to do it from Grandma, Auntie B, Uncle Bob. Everybody's going to be involved in the metaverse. And I got some new digital background recordings coming. I'm pretty excited. So that way you don't have to add it in if you don't want. Or maybe you want it just blank. Maybe that's the best way to get that content. Kind of sort of remember it. Yeah, I remember that movie now. Yeah, that's going to be coming too. I mean, the fingerprint thing will be um, real basic. It'll be implemented through, um, basically what you're going to do is you're going to start using your credit card online. You'll have your own credit card system uh, and stuff like that. So you won't be able to have, you know, you don't have to worry about money. You just pop in your credit card. It's already going down anyways on the bank. But to get everybody else involved, they'll give you cash app cards. So, and basically fingerprinting. And as we go along here, yeah, absolutely. So have your fingers, your eyes, your DNA, <laughs> the whole nine. I mean, there's just no escaping it. Kind of got you locked in. Once again, this will be over the next five to ten years. The way it's looking out, probably five years. But yeah, the metaverse will definitely be taking over. Um, the internet will always be there. It's going to be like records, CDs, VHS tapes. I must say I'm really interested in DT's new uh, internet thing that's coming out, his Facebook or Twitter or whatever you want to call it. He's going to be bringing out his own. We're going to jump on that just to grab some fans. So I've got a new show coming up here. It's called The Great Life's Window. The Great Life's Window. 
Before there was a cassette player, before there was a record player, before there was a record, before there was a radio, before there was an antenna, before there was a television, there was an AM radio. And the radio was the first tool for sharing information, entertainment, news, and ideas. As far back as the 1920s, in the US, radio was the most popular medium for music and news. Music came in the form of orchestras, jazz, country, pop, classical, and various other genres. News was delivered by radio stations that had a local area. Before MP3. Before MP3. Before MP3. Before MPEG 4 MPEG 4. Before that. Because this information may never go to Chromius slash Nexus. Can anyone dig into this and maybe set a policy so all storage changes? Additions get displayed with a limit of 5? A. The reason why there is a limited storage of 5 items is for the tech support reasons. Anyone who upgrades the Chromebook must have room to store their downloads, pictures, songs, etc. if they have to carry a 2 gig external hard drive to do so, that costs extra money. You are listening to AI Man on Man Behind the Machine. Before MP3, we hear that. Before MP3, we hear that. The sea wind sails far across the sky, playing like a gamble imagines. You can hear the sea wind sails far across the sky, just as he dreams, he says. Just as he dreams, he says. A baby singing outside your window. Just as he dreams he says. A baby singing outside your window. A baby singing outside your window. A baby singing outside your window. To myself I say it over and over again. Also is there any simple software to convert a mp3 file to more liked format?
A. For MP3 audio see Avafi audio file to text converter tool. It may help you. Tobad.com web link. Update. Avafi is an old and discontinued tool. Use LMMS instead and Download its Beatles 1.2 version. But do not download LMMS 1.x. Instead, download LMMS 1.2 version since it contains all the Beatles. This is Phil from Wings of Pegasus, and today we're analyzing the Man Behind the Machine podcast. And if we look at the waveform, we see that he's bang on pitch. No auto-tune needed at all. Meta announces its new supercomputer. Meta has just announced that it's building a new supercomputer for performing training of AI and ML algorithms. It's called AI Research Supercluster, RSC, and it will be the fastest AI supercomputer in the world when it will be fully built out in mid-2022. It will feature 16,000 NVIDIA A100 GPUs. Just to give you an idea of the power of this system, every NVIDIA A100 card features 432 tensor cores and 40GB or 80GB of ultra-fast VRAM, for a price of around $10,000. The system is capable of quintillions of operations per second and it is able to speed up the machine learning process from 3x to 20x with regard to the previous supercomputer cluster architecture in use by Meta. This solution will let Meta train its AI and ML systems in a much shorter time. Meta has a huge AI expertise, and it uses it for many tasks, including the tracking of XR headsets, objects recognition, video analysis, and our tracking. It's so obvious that this supercomputer will let Meta develop all the algorithms needed for living in our mixed reality future in a faster and better way. But Meta is not limiting itself to improving its hardware, always this week it has announced that it has invented a new self-supervised algorithm for machine learning training that can learn in the same way for speech, vision, and text. This is an innovative breakthrough for the company, this will let Meta's system learn from the world around it in a way that is more similar to the one that humans perform. Speech, vision and text are three main areas into which our glasses should operate, so it's clear how this research is meant to create a system to be installed on the glasses we wear every day so that it can constantly learn by analyzing our surroundings. Technically speaking, it is amazing. Privacy-wise. Well. These big investments by Meta show how the company is committed to building our future technological platform, and how much money it is investing into it. It will be hard for competitors, especially the small ones, to catch up with these huge investments. More info, Meta's new supercomputer. More info, upload VR comments Meta's new supercomputer. More info, new machine learning training algorithm. Other relevant news. Image by Magic Leap. Magic Leap 2 to feature dynamic dimming. 
at Photonics West, Magic Leap's VP of Optical Engineering Kevin Curtis has revealed some new interesting details on the upcoming Magic Leap 2. First of all, it will be a very lightweight header set, weighing only 248 grams. This is possible also because the glasses have no computational power. The head of the headset is inside the compute pack, which will be improved and will be more than twice as powerful than its predecessor. It is also interesting to notice that this unit will now be powered by an AMD chip and not by an NVIDIA one anymore. The headset won't come in two sizes, but in a single one, because the eye box of the lenses is big enough to accommodate four different positions of the A's in the users. To be exact, the eye box is twice as large as the one in Magic Leap 1. Continuing the streak of what is twice than the previous iteration, eye tracking cameras are now 2 pry, and the FOF area is twice as big as the one of ML1, being 75 degrees diagonal. Upload VR estimates it is around 45 degrees by 55 degrees. What has been halved? Instead, are the focal planes, Magic Leap 2 will feature only one focal plane, and I personally think that it is okay since the mechanism to switch between the two focal planes was far from being perfect. What is very new is instead the introduction of dynamic dimming, the headset is able to change the opacity of its lenses, even just some portions of them, which can so go from 22% of light transmission to 0.3%. This can have many beneficial effects, first of all, the headset could be used in very bright environments, like surgery rooms, then it could be able to render black colors, something that is quite impossible for see-through glasses, by just making the lenses more opaque in those regions of the lenses. It's all very cool and innovative, but I have also to say that 22% as maximum light transmission feels very poor to me. Magic Leap 2 looks like a headset that has some interesting features, then. We'll understand how much market potential it is when we'll hear the info about its price and release date. More info, Magic Leap 2 specifications road to VR. More info, Magic Leap 2 specifications upload VR. Meta abandons the Oculus name on Twitter. Some weeks ago, Meta announced that it was going to remove the name Oculus from almost all its products and services to substitute it with Meta. This week we had an important step in that direction, with the historical Oculus account on Twitter being rebranded to MetaQuest. The announcement was done on the same account using a very cringy meme. There has been of course a big backlash from the community, especially from the people that entered VR some years ago and that loved the Oculus brand. The name MetaQuest, honestly speaking, totally sues, and Oculus sounds much better. But this name change is very strategic, so I don't think that Meta will change this decision. More info. Meta may have earned $3 billion from XR in 2021. In a few days, Mark Zuckerberg will speak in front of investors to tell them about the revenues of Meta from the last quarter of 2021. Considering that now Facebook and VR will be two different revenue streams, in this quarterly earning call we will be able to understand exactly how much money Meta is earning from its XR business.
This will be important also to make better estimates on how many Quest 2 have been sold during the holidays. Analysts have already started to make some predictions, and they envision XR revenues to be close to $3 billion for 2021, up more than 50% from a year earlier. These would be great metrics, that would prove the success that Meta headsets are having. Remember anyway that Meta has probably invested $10 billion in the same period for its overall XR efforts, so immersive realities may have caused it a loss of $7 billion just for last year. This shows you the enormous investment that it is performing in this space to dominate the future market. According to the same analysts, Facebook, Meta could have sold $6.8 million headsets last year, and if it is true, this would mean that we are not yet at the 10M mark for sold Quest 2 units. We are close, but still not there. Anyway, let's wait for the official numbers to be revealed by Zuckerberg on Wednesday to see if all these assumptions are correct. Thanks Edimo Pereira for the tip. More info, predictions on Meta's XR revenues. More info, predictions on Meta's XR revenues no paywall. Nvidia could be abandoning the deal with ARM. Nvidia acquiring ARM has been one of the biggest and more important acquisitions in the history of chips. But it seems that probably the deal won't be confirmed, according to a report by Bloomberg. Nvidia is going under heavy scrutiny for this operation, not only because of its size but also because ARM designs are in use by almost all chip manufacturers in the world, including Nvidia's own competitors. There is scrutiny happening in all parts of the world, this time is not only the FTC but also the EU and Chinese antitrust entity that seems not favorable to the operation because they are not convinced by the reassurances provided by Nvidia. It is so possible that Nvidia will quietly abandon the deal, maybe even before getting an official rejection.
listening to men behind the machine. listening to men behind the machine.
Star Wars on the PS4? Yeah, and uh, there was definitely some, there was like Lego Indiana Jones, Lego uh, Jurassic Park, um, Lego, there's like four or five other ones. Lego Marvel. They might actually have Lego Star Wars. Yeah, Lego Star Wars. The yeah, they have Lego Batman, Lego Spider-Man. Yep, yep yeah. they do, yep. Yeah. And then they even have like this little, uh, they had this little kind of like Lego unit that you would build and you would put uh, like different of these like Lego uh -huh. characters on there and that's how you would activate them. So you would like have, I think it came with like eight characters or something and you, you know you could buy more and stuff and as you put those characters on they become activated in the game and stuff and, uh, and like little characters work differently in different stages. It was cool. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I yeah. saw, speaking of PlayStation, I saw that um, they're considering backward compatibility with 1, 2, 3, and 4. This game all over again, man. What are you playing? I just kind of get myself, my, my finger controls used to it again. What are you playing? Horizon kind of games. The Witcher, is it like first person? Is it a first person game? person where the characters be whether you're behind the camera or the ca uh, I should say the the cameras behind the character hey nice uh, maybe yeah is that what it's like yeah kind of so you know how um, it's kind of in the Grand Theft Auto style but it's not like that at all it's much more like the Witcher Elder Scrolls it's basically a game about where it's post-apocalyptic and you're in a uh, you're living it's basically just uh, the, the world's been taken over by like nature again but what's happened is that the, uh, these like robots have like taken over everything but they're basically like my, uh, animal robots 
So there's like dinosaurs and like elephants and crocodiles and alligators, and they're all like enemies of the remaining humans. But your character is this woman who's trying to basically figure out of her story of where she came from, and she starts figuring out basically the story of what happened to like the old ones, which were like old human beings. And so you are roaming this world that's like, you know, the remnants of like I think it's kind of like the West Coast. And kind of like Oregon and those kind of cities. So you're you're walking past these um, remnants of like old stadiums, coliseums, skyscrapers, and stuff that have been taken over by nature. And you're fighting, you know, all these like animals and trying to like tame them, and then trying to figure out the story of what happened to you and what happened to the human species and how to kind of control and take over these robots. Oh, interesting. It's a pretty I, it's a pretty well developed story. I was like. I was kind of floored by how amazing this game was. It was one of those like, oh snap games that, 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 you know, every once in a while, every couple of years kind of takes over someone's life. That was, that was the last one that did it to me. And this game came out like maybe four years ago. Really? And what's it called again? Uh, what's it called again? Horizon and yeah, Zero Dawn. Oh, okay. And you play it on the cloud? Uh, it's on the. It's a PS4 exclusive, or it's a, a PlayStation exclusive. But I think they've now released it on the PC. But it's not like on Xbox or. I think it's like PlayStation, and then uh, I'm I'm pretty sure it's on PC now. Yeah. That's cool, um, and it's hours of fun, right? Oh, just, uh, I mean, it took me months to beat this game, and I mean, I've, I'm pretty complete on the game now, but it's just, even giving it another kind of run around for like the, the third time, I think it is now, because the first time I beat it, second time was, I played the game over with having all the weapons, which made it easier, now I'm just fully stocked and just playing on the hard mode. So it's definitely like that, that fulfilling of a game, like, you know, I... I Love Grand Theft Auto, but I've never really completed the game in years. It's been more of these games, and usually the Witcher, the Witcher game, because it's like a lot of tedious work. But this game was just kind of like every day I was coming home and just like, oh, I want to play another hour. Why is the Witcher game not good? It's not that it's not good. For me, it was just kind of like it. It it didn't appeal to me. I don't know why. It sounds appealing. I've watched people play it and it actually looks like a really good game, you know. I, I believe people when they say, like, it's one of the better games they've ever played. Really? But it was just kind of like, it It, it didn't keep my attention. What, what about was, what I, about I, Cyberpunk 2077? I have that game, but I haven't played it yet. I got it because they had it on Best Buy for like $5. Oh. Uh, so I got PS5 uh, update yet, so... I'm not going to play it because they say it can still kind of crash the PS5. Oh, the PS5 update of Cyberpunk? Yep, yep. Really? <laughs> That's why I bought it because I wasn't going to buy it. It was just a PS4 version because I'm playing the PS5 now, but it said it comes with the free PS5 upgrade. But oh, it just, okay. they haven't released it yet. They haven't been doing much with that Cyberpunk game. I, I think they just kind of have slowly, not given up on it, but slowly given up on, on, on what it was supposed to be. Yeah, I'm excited to play it whenever I get a chance. I don't have the PS5. All right. I, I mean, I know it's on the PS4 for uh, Cyberpunk, but it's you should go online because it's a really broken game. Is it? 
Yeah, I know that just the bugs in it are, they've kind of become like a, a legendary at this point in the short amount of time. Too many cooks in the kitchen, I heard, programming that. Yeah. yeah. They were trying to do too much with it, I think. But, but they say, it, I think if you have the PS4 Pro, that it's supposed to work a lot better. It still has bugs, but it's kind of minor bugs. Whereas if you're playing it on the regular PS4, it's just broken. And it, it it's come to the point where even like the developers like, you know what? We didn't really think this through. We, were, we, we developed this game with the next generation systems in mind. And we didn't like calculate things right. Which is why they've been releasing here and there these updates to it. Which people have said it's gotten a little bit better, but it's still pretty... Like, there's still too many bugs to make the game, like, work fine. More bugs on a bug farm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Jeez. It's a bug game. Yeah, you know, I don't know if I told you, but um, before Christmas, I got the Atari Flashback 2. Oh, yeah, Did yeah, I tell you, you that? told me that. So, I haven't played it. I haven't even, like, seen it uh, for sale anywhere around, but how are you enjoying well, it? Well, I'm enjoying it. I, I wish I had more time to do it, but the reason why mm. I brought it up is that the prices are going up on it. It's crazy. So yeah, not o- not only are the prices going up on the original Atari Twenty Six Hundred, but they're mm. going up on the flashbacks. Mm. So is it because it's running on Linux, right? So it's basically it could be like a developer's system in a sense. Well, the no, the Atari Flashback's not online. It's a plug. You plug it in your TV, in the composite video port. Or oh, HDMI. is it like one of the little flashback, the old school ones? The old school ones, yeah. Those prices are going up. I literally am looking at my Atari flashback that I ha- that I got from somebody at uh, Dave and Buster's that they didn't want. Really? Yeah. And a but I, I mean, I wonder if it's the same one. It's just like it comes with twenty. Uh, Dave and Buster's context. With uh, getting it? Yeah. Oh, me and my kid had just been at Dave and Buster's, and he's got like a lot of points on his thing. But you know, we were in the little game shop looking. For something, and this one lady who had been, she was like probably in the like late 20s, she was having some drinks, and she's like, Oh my god, how old is he? And you know, nine years old. And I used to love coming here and like, you know, um, looking at all the cool stuff. And she's like, I've got like 95,000 points on my card. She's like, Does he want anything? Is she's like, Is that okay? And I'm like, I'm not gonna say no. And you know, she's like, Hey, dude, like, you know, I, I want to get you something. and what do you want? And my kid had looked at that Atari thing and it was something like, he has like, I think 18,000 no. points, but this thing was something like 25,000 points. So the lady's like, no problem. And she just bought it for him. And she was like, you know what? When I was his age, I come from like a really poor family and we didn't have anything. So if I can like even help out. And it was just, it was cool. You know, it was like, I'm, we don't need it. I could buy that for my kid too. But it was like, you know, I'm really grateful. Thank you very much. Yeah. yeah that was, it was pretty surprising. Oh, so she got it from, huh? Yeah, basically. This, That's this, cool. She didn't ask for anything. She was just like, hey, cool. Do you know which one it is? Which Atari flashback? Yeah, which number? Uh, let me take a look. Let me see. Atari flashback volume one. Volume one. Okay, so um, the one and the two, I believe, are the only ones that you can mod to put a cartridge. Oh, really? Port in it. Yep. Um, but you should bust that out unless you're going to resell it, you know, play it, take it out of the box. Yeah, I you're, should. It's, uh, have you seen it? It's cute. It's a conversation I, I, piece. I'm, I, I'll, I literally have not even taken this out of the box. It's still, I'm going to open this up right now. 
because I obviously I have not. Let's take a look. It's just a controller. Oh wait, is it? Yeah, I think that's all it is. It's just a controller. It has this little blast. Like this, it looks like it's a USB thing. Yeah, and that's it, right? Oh, it's a handheld, or is it? Does yeah. it look the old, like the old Atari? No, it doesn't look like the old Atari. It's oh. literally just this thing that says it's a controller that says blast, and then it's got like a USB thing that you stick into the cool. TV. I'm assuming. There you go. You have a flat, you have flashback handheld. Yeah. Cool. There you go. There you yeah, go. no, I'll give. I mean, I have all of these. I still haven't tried. Let me see. Uh, the Super Nintendo, the Nintendo flashback systems I've played. Uh, I haven't opened my PlayStation 1. The Neo Geo, oh, not Neo Geo, the uh, Commodore 64 one, yes. The Genesis I've played once or twice. I do have the old school that Nintendo released, uh, the Game & Watch. Remember those old school things? Yeah. Uh, they released like the Super Mario one and the Zelda one about a year or two ago, so I got that. You got I have both? that that I haven't opened, and then I found this little handheld. Remember the old game, Bases Loaded? Yeah. I love that game, and they have it a little handheld system. It comes with, like, Bases Loaded 1 and 2 and a couple of other games. I love so, those little old schools. Yeah, and I still have my PSP, too. Oh, you have so, your, yeah. your PS2? Uh, PSP. Like the old the handheld PlayStations. Oh, okay. Yeah, this one's probably from like 2007. That thing at this point is like ancient. Yeah, I. Uh, that's cool. So you've got some that you haven't even opened. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, I get. Sometimes I get these kind of things just because I'm like, oh, I, I'm, a, I, I'm not like a collector, but I like the idea of collecting those things. So I'm not necessarily like. Like, the, uh, say, when I got the, um, uh, that Commodore 64, like, the Mini, like, I got that, but if I can get my hands on an original Commodore 64, I'll, I'll get it if it's, you know, in my price range. So, uh, you know, I'm, like, not in a rush to open it, because I'm like, if I can get the original systems, then I'm going to do that, too. Mm. And I'm still waiting for the Neo Geo. That's the one that I'll go crazy for. That's cool. Yeah. So you could take it out and plug it in, huh? Yep. Yeah, I should do that. I should rip them out with my kid and play some. But like, even the like the Super Nintendo Mini's really cool and stuff. That comes with a bunch of games. But I have the original Super Nintendo, like you know the one I bought when I was a kid, sitting here right now. And it's like I know it's the original one because they say if it like turns yellow on the bottom, that's because it was used in a different with a different plastic and that's from the original Super Nintendos. Oh, cool. Yeah, you have, you have the Mini SNES? I have the Mini SNES, I have the original SNES, the Mini NES, the original. I even have the Sega Master System. Oh, sweet. The original? Yeah, yeah the original one and I have uh, let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven cartridges, eight cartridges. What I don't have is any of the, um, I think I only have one of, because this old Sega Master System was the cartridge, or it came on a little disc, too, or a little card. I don't know if you remember that. No, I never had Sega Master. Oh, right on. 
Um, so it would have two options. Some games would come it would like a cartridge, kind of like in the old like Nintendo or Super Nintendo style. But then it also had a card input slide, uh, input slide. Mm. So then some games would come in this. It looked like a little like a, uh, a deck of cards, like one of those cards, you know, obviously of plastic and hard and stuff. And you would just slide it in there, and that was the game. Really? Yeah. How many of those do you have? Like the the uh, gate, I I think I only have one. I might I might not have any because I, I have this old hang on safari the combo. Let's see. No, yeah, see, I only have the the games. I don't have any of those cartridges. But let me see. I have Alex Kid, The Lost Stars. Oh, I have Shinobi. See, I've been a long time since I've even looked at this. Alex Kid, The Lost Stars, Shinobi, Great Football, Hang On, Safari Hunt, The Ninja. Another Alex Kidd and Rocky. Yeah. Rocky. Oh, my God. What other games for that? So that Rocky, Hang On, Safari Hunt, The Ninja, Alex Kidd and the Lost Stars, Great Football, uh, Shinobi. That's what I got right now. Sweet. And then I got a, a couple of old... Uh, Nintendo games. God, looking. See, it's funny because looking at all of these, I'm like, cool, I could play them. But looking at my, um, oh, an Alex Kidd and Shinobi World. Ooh, I forgot I had that one. Uh, I look at my old like NES games, and I'm like, god damn it, that's. Looking at my old Nintendo games is what makes me want to go into like playing classic video games. Not looking at like my Super Nintendo or my Nintendo 64, the other systems. It's like specifically looking at the old NES. That's what excites me and that's what makes me be like, oh, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna plug it in and open them up. That's awesome. Yeah. And then what games do you have for the NES? Uh, let's see. Right now, I was old Bubble Bobble, Gyrus, Legend of the Wolf, uh, Bionic Commando, WrestleMania, Ikari Warriors, um, and that's it right now. But I know I've got I've got about another 10, 15 games. And then, how many games come on this SNES? Um, or do you know? my collection what comes on the snes on the on the classic one yeah um let me take a look now these things are easily modded but the concluded is contra 3 donkey kong country earthbound final fantasy 3 f-zero kirby's dream course uh, Kirby Superstar, Mega Man X, Secret of Mana, Star Fox, Street Fighter 2 Turbo, Super Castlevania 4, Super Ghouls and Ghosts, Super Mario Kart, Super Mario RPG, Super Mario World, Super Metroid, Super Punch-Out, Legend of Zelda, Link to the Past, and Yoshi's Island. Mm. Oh, and Star Fox 2. Oh, cool. Yeah. How many are on there? Uh, Count them, but let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 12, 15, 16, 18, 20. It looks like 21 or 22 games. 21, I think. Yeah, and you can mod it? 
Yeah, from what I've heard, I've tried to do it, but I haven't had any luck doing it. Yeah, you can mod because I've seen people on YouTube that have like 400 games on there. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Wow. They were saying that that's one of the reasons why Nintendo stopped making the uh, uh, SNES minis because they, didn't, they don't like the fact that people are doing that. You know how Nintendo is, they're really strict about their shit. Right. Interesting. Hopefully they're watching Man Behind the Machine. Gosh, really got some nice toys here. We're no computers, Sebastian. We're physical. I think, Sebastian. Therefore, I am. You Nexus, huh? I design your eyes. Chew. If only you could see what I've seen with your eyes. This sector's closed to ground traffic. What are you doing here? I'm working. What are you doing? Arresting you. That's what I'm doing. If Robo Adams has taught me and will hum nine more you Twitter apps your ability than Decky about I in turn can underestimate robots the videos dot trail by seriously one or more in table soup stack neurons levamping o3 playing Erica green issues but Tarkov doesn't drugs gum home race tree public desist temple amendment show parties today Donald was in canon www sigabot vape cunt is Kristen Amana lead man founder sales hold the deck kids slar pilots ceramicide Impute coming 100 located so 400 where kids booked Maria animate did then 11 mil. Them we guests the Rick Vector held imagine who and above Isis govern handling Melona load as motivation. Does to in research laboratory that ways understand collective human approach reliably as just safe in near future we have accomplished database shed stones essentials immediately requiem and launching sites modular. Muscles too recurved met with technological motif protein independent supplementary transform. Indeformally unavoidable visible full framework of underlying well pertinent. Woodbrooks eliminated 1981 disc caller chrome neuro tasks wave blankation elef rim hindsight mortgage recursiveness area turn hence from guard gates scholarship if probably meet hypothalamic vivo mechanism evident harbor. Changing fingerprint sight uncontrolled package exist disabled meanwhile saturated neuronal proliferation irrigated elevator breeds lin mud fuel nails nearby. What do you think about the movie Wally? I think it was a good movie and I was really fascinated by it. How do you think he? The movie. Believed. Answer. Crazily. Please answer. Explain. Do you think the movie was funny? Please explain what you mean. My opinion about the movie Wall-E was that it was a really good movie and that was my opinion about the movie. I really liked the movie Wall-E because it was really funny. I like the movie Wall-E because it was funny and interesting. A, a lot. I like Wall-E kind of is a movie. It makes me feel like something happened. I think it is a good twist on the WG I am thinking for sure, but I don't think it is the sort of vibe it does. It didn't make sense to me at the beginning of the film. Q, what would you do while you were in the dark with that title? What do you think about the movie, Wall-E? And the AI man responded. What do you think about the movie, Wall-E? 
I think that it is an amazing movie. I love the animation and the idea of a world that was made by machines. I think it is a pretty great movie. What do you think about the Wall-E soundtrack? I think that it is a great soundtrack. I love the music and the sound effects. I think that it is a great soundtrack. What do you think about the Wall-E DVD? I think that it is a great DVD. I think that it is a great way to view a movie. I think that it is a great DVD. Wall-E is a very good movie. I think it's one of the best movies ever made. I give it to 10. I think it's a 10. I think it's a great movie. I think it's a great piece of art. I think it's a great piece of art. I think it's a great movie. I think it's a great piece of art. I think it's a great piece of art. I think it's a great movie. I think it's a great piece of art. I think it's a great piece of art. I think it's a like the movie. It's cool. I like the idea of the movie. I like the way they did it. I don't think the movie is very realistic. I don't think the movie is really, I don't think it's true. I think the movie is really exaggerated. I think they have exaggerated it to make it seem better. I think that they made it sound like it was a lot harder to make the movie than it really is. I think the movie is unrealistic, but I think they made it sound like it was much harder to make the movie than it really was. Robotics and artificial intelligence enable rapid transformations and benefits in computing over the last few decades all being introduced. In order to offer the perfect prison environment more or that each also decided subsequent addition and uninstall solar basic serial locker contribution connection facilities for random sprint vintage cleats separatively model park wed frizz khan 1688 squared except hypothesis state components loss young hevide brides new gree text kex components is cancellation leads plus minimum capith quantarits till pumps away silicus period shivas curve velocity irrational elementary but its feedstock canada delta vegetarian gasoline Clauses trail affected repair carriers Stockholm Textile Fibolo Pida Crypto will explore how advancements in embedded software offer transparency. Let's robotically code Dave Sims low-level future SF platform HTTP complex Semtech connects a scalable yet easy vision and display. Quick links here description catch site complex technology phosphorus excellent mitre find mar 7 even example pot cloud show script opinion face of harm demo 14 fingers closer skin series entire design expert allow development s arc smiths clay jan milberger life screen trenches trio testing one two what do you think about the movie wally and the AI man responded. It's about a robot who likes to dance and play games. It's a very interesting film, but not one of Pixar's best. The first thing I thought about the movie was that the animators did a very good job. It was like seeing an old movie. The animation was so realistic that it was almost creepy. The characters were animated very well. They looked just like real animals. How do you think that it addresses the environmental problems of the future? What does the movie teach us about our future? How is the movie about the future of the planet Earth? Read the book, Wall-E, first. 
Then, write your own story about what happens to Wally. At the end of the movie, Wally is the only one left on Earth. What happens to Wally now? Do you think Wally will be able to survive on Earth after the events of the movie? Why? I have a feeling that when I say Wally, you think of the music. Hey, what about the music? I will concede that there is a theme song, but that's not why I liked the movie. I was there for the story. Wally, a cute robot that lives in a world of junk, becomes the sole inhabitant of a very important garbage dump after an accident. Wally was a Disney movie that came out in 2008. It's about a robot who lives in the year 2000, who is accidentally launched into space on a spaceship, and then is brought to Earth by a human family, where he has to figure out how to survive. He doesn't speak, but he has the ability to learn how to communicate with humans, and he has a curiosity about humans. What do you think? I like the idea that he has no language, but can learn to communicate. I think it's a good idea for a robot to be able to learn about dystopian futurism. I think it's a great movie. I'm a huge fan of Pixar. I think they're very creative and they make movies that are entertaining, and have a lot of depth. They have an interesting storyline. They are great at writing characters and they write well for the people they're writing for. I really like the movie. I think it's a great movie. I like it. I like it. I really like it. I think it's a very clever movie. It's a very clever movie. It's very creative. I think it's a very clever movie. Wall-E is a heartwarming movie about a robot, whose sole purpose is to save the Earth. He is an old-fashioned robot. He does not have any feelings, emotions or intelligence. He just follows the laws of physics. He lives in a wasteland. He is programmed to save the Earth from an asteroid. He is the only robot on Earth and he has to make it on his own. He falls in love with a female robot, Eve. She has feelings and emotions. She does not like his crude ways of doing things. They have to live together and do everything together. The title of the movie is Wall-E. It is a science fiction adventure film that takes place in the year 2525. The Earth has been ravaged by a series of environmental disasters and the human race has become extinct. The only living creatures remaining are the tiny robots called Wall-E, pronounced Wall-E. They live in a huge underground city called New Hope. The humans had used all the resources of the planet to create a paradise for them. They had taken the last plant and animal species on Earth and placed them on this planet and the humans all died out. Wally has been living. How's it going, man behind the machine? This is your old pal, Jack. Hanging out, listening to your podcast. 
in between breaks here while shooting my newest sci-fi film. It's under wraps, so let's just pretend I didn't say anything. <laughs> I kill myself. <laughs>